Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Seaton, there are things in life that are okay to cheap out on. You know, if you go to the car wash, just get the express wash. Yeah. Just a rinser. Right. And you can tidy it up at home. But speaking of cars, the one thing you should never cheap out on is your battery. I'm no tech, but I can tell you that you don't want to be with a bad battery, especially with winter around the corner, and no one wants to end up with a lifelong. My buddy Mark has a car. He was over at my place the other day. Notoriously cheap Mark is Mark, his nickname. Mark's car battery, I'm not kidding, the other day in Vermont, died in my front yard, and I had to jump his car to get him home. Come on, Mark. Get it together. Get it together, Mark. Go to Interstate Battery. That's why you need Interstate Battery. I'm talking to you, Mark. America's number one replacement battery brand. And the battery auto techs prefer three times more than the other brands. Keep your car prepared for anything, especially with winter. Get a quick battery test today to find out if your battery is going to go bad. And make sure you let your family know to check their batteries, too. Come on, family. Find your closest Interstate Batteries dealer at interstatebatteries.com. You can also check them out at Facebook. Interstate Batteries. They're made for you. They're made for Mark. They're outrageously dependable. Check out your batteries at interstatebatteries.com. That's interstatebatteries.com. Napa know how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know how. Napa know how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331 Five-Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Fan Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Happy Zion Day. How are you going to celebrate Zion Williamson's NBA debut? I'll probably watch him tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. Welcome to the program. It's hour two. Oh, I got the Kansas fans upset. I had the nerve to say to friend Priscilla, the college basketball analyst who was on the call last night for the Kansas-Kansas State game, that does Bill Self just say, you know what? I've done enough here. I'm a Hall of Famer. Maybe I got a new challenge here. Maybe I go to the NBA. Well, they're under investigation, and you have one of their players, uh, Silvio D'Souza, who was is the player under investigation. He um, went at a player on Kansas State last night. Dewan Gordon steals the ball from him. It's a blowout by Kansas. They're winning comfortably at home. And then uh, Dewan Gordon, a freshman, makes the steal. And then he goes in for a layup, and uh, D'Souza goes in and blocks it and then taunts him. And then all of a sudden, you got the benches that clear. And then it's a mess. But uh, i got a few fans saying, Bill Self, and then in capital letters, isn't leaving, period, stop. Okay, just throwing it out there. Let's see how this investigation goes. And how long do you suspend D'Souza for? You know, people are saying maybe the end of the year. If, if he had actually connected with that stool, then he's done. He's gone. Uh, you had an assistant coach who uh, gets the save of the day, gets an assist, but uh, that, that could have been criminal. You know, you're hitting somebody over the head with a stool, and it, it could have been really, really, really bad. And I'm old enough to remember, you know, when Kermit Washington hit Rudy Tomjanovich, 
And that was a fist. And that was at midcourt with the Lakers and Rockets. And he nearly killed Rudy Tomjanovich. You know, sometimes we'll say, oh, he, he, he nearly killed somebody. No, he nearly killed Rudy Tomjanovich. This was one of those situations where you see it unfold in front of you, and then you just – I always look on the periphery. Anytime there's a fight, bench-clearing brawl, I always want to see what's happening outside because it's the guy who's coming in, the third party, the guy that you don't see, the guy who sucker punches you. That's what I was worried about in that situation, and you almost had that. But Kansas gets the win. Bill Self, after the game, had to say uh, he uh, was asked about the incident, and he said this about Kansas State in general. I think it's a little bit different because we've had multiple issues with K-State on this front. I think it's a little bit different if you have the lead and the other team quits guarding. Obviously, you don't go score. If the team is behind and you teach your kids to play to the whistle, or play the possession, I don't think that you should take total offense to anything that transpires. I'm not sure that it's it's the right thing to do, but I'm not going to place any blame on uh, Gordon going and taking his ball. Silvio knew he he was being defended, and and he took his ball, and and certainly uh, uh, the way Silvio reacted to him taking his ball, going down and blocking the shot, that's all fair game. Corn ain't gone off yet. But then what transpired after that is obviously uh, uh, what set everything off. Now, Bruce Weber, Kansas State's head coach, reportedly told his kids, hey, let's just back off. We're getting blown out. The game is over. I understand you want to play to the whistle. I get that. I, I absolutely get it. I'm probably in the minority on this. I don't have any problem with that freshman trying to steal the ball going in. And, uh, you know, D'Souza blocking the shot. Okay, I'm fine with all of that. But don't taunt him. And then you had players coming off the bench from Kansas State. They were the instigators here. Because it could have ended like that. It wasn't pretty. Could have ended, separate, move on. Here is Bruce Weber. This is the Kansas State head coach after the game. I talked to our team. I did not see it. So I don't know. I saw days on stud. I turned around, shake hands, steal the ball. I, you know, I, I turned around and shake hands with Coach Self and their staff and the next thing I knew, every their guys were running, and I turned around. That's all I saw. So it's uh, I, that's what I said before. I'm just happy nothing major happened to either team where there was a escalated fight or something because that would not be the best thing for for Kansas K State rivalry or for college basketball. And bad bad play at the end. You know, it's disappointing. Life lessons for our young guys. Hopefully, next time they'll, they'll be a little smarter. Thank you guys. All right, go Chiefs. Wow, he made it sound like nothing happened there. Onward and upward. Teaching moment. Ah, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Get emotional sometimes. Okay. All right. Maybe I saw something different there. It looked like that could have been absolutely disaster. Um, okay. Nothing to see here. Move on. My bad. I thought it seemed like it was a big deal last night. Yes, Paul. You talked about the Kansas player grabbing the stool. Remember the, I think it was 2003 uh, Frank Francisco, he was a relief pitcher oh, yeah. for the Rangers. There was a fight. It was it was actually a, a player fan fight. He grabbed a chair and threw it into the crowd, and it hit a fan. He was suspended for the remainder of the 2005 season, which is basically like 60 games. And he was actually arrested and uh, charged with assault. He was it was knocked down to a misdemeanor, but he was arrested. Arrested. McLovin, could you find out? Do they play again this season? The rematch will be 
at Kansas State. Yes, Todd. Yeah, in, some, in late February for sure. The Kansas, Kansas at Kansas State's happening. Uh, and I, if you want to suspend him the rest of the year, fine. I mean, he's been under investigation or put Kansas in a you know this very difficult situation of having to answer to the NCAA and you know were they involved in this scandal that you know enveloped college basketball the last couple of years. You definitely can't let him go to K State. I have to suspend him at least until the end of the month, if if that's the case. Can't have him going there. That no, that can't be good. Yes, Bowie. ESPN wants him reinstated oh, sure. the day before, yeah. so he plays against K State. Yes, McLevin. I kind of get what Dewan Gordon did as a former bench warmer. I mean, those last second points are invaluable to your resume. Yeah. I don't know if this kid was a. You got to go for those two points, and if it gets blocked, that's unfortunate. That was bad. I, I, I'm with you, McLovin. You were in that spot in college, yes. right? Yeah. Like, you just say, I, if I get on the floor, I just don't want to sort of slow dance with you. And when you dribble the ball, you know, the clock out, I'm like, man, I could get that ball going for a steal. You know, I might miss a back iron dunk, but, yeah, it's all right. Get a chance, a little airtime here. Yeah, Paul. I totally disagree with you guys on this one. The Kansas player is dribbling the clock out. He's not even in a dribbled stance where he's protecting the ball. He's just really basically dribbling, and he's looking upwards. He's about to give it to the ref. But they're starting the handshake line to their left. The coaches are starting to do the handshake when the kid steals the ball. The kid wanted his moment as a bench warmer, but that started. He turned his back on him. He turned his back on him. Because the game was over. He turned his back on him. I play to the whistle. You know, Paulie, when we have a, a great show, right? And, and it's a great show, and then it gets to be about, you know, five minutes before the end of the show when we say goodbye. We don't just take those five minutes off because we've had a great show. I got to play until that final second. It would be like you saying, uh, thanks for listening today. This has been the Dan Patrick Show. One of us going, but Dan, you know that poll question in hour one? I really want to. That's what that kid did. If you were able to get the play in or, or the comment in. Then it would be fine. Yes, Tom. So an NFL team's up by 16 points in the final seconds, and you know the quarterback's Those are pros. taking a knee. Those are pros. But That's it's still different. a similar kind no, of situation. No, those are pros. Those are pros. Yeah, but the game is over, and you're just taking a knee. I, I, don't I have no problem in the NFL if you play to the whistle. But, like, like, okay, what if that happened in a college football game? Same scenario, and the guy's plowing through the quarterback. Because he's so aggressive and he wants to play to the last second, maybe he can well, get a sack. I, I, I don't like that play in in general because you got people who are in you know a position where you know they're not protected, and you're actually going in there to try to hurt somebody, try to disrupt that. And I, I that I have a problem with. That's a, that's dirty. Stealing the ball is not dirty. You may not like it and think it's unsportsmanlike from that standpoint, but it's not it's not a dirty play. You just went in and tried to get some airtime, tried to get a hoop there. Yes. Yeah, but if like you brought up the NFL, yeah. and we're looking at that example, if the other team is kneeling on it, and some guy on defense is going like balls out trying to get through the line to cause a fumble, that's yeah. the lamest play in football. The oh, game yeah. is over, dude. If you're Leave it alone. To, you, but you're trying to hurt somebody in a situation where they're giving themselves up. You know, basketball's not dirty. I mean, he just stole the ball. Right. I mean, to me, if anything, you should just let the guy go and let him get the layup. He already looks like yeah. a loser. Yes, yes, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, guy, go I ahead. I would love to be that loser going in for that layup. Oh. I'd love to be. What a loser. Yes. Yeah, Allen Fieldhouse, look at me. That would be my one shot of game action there. So in next year's program, they'd be like, oh, you got to have the guy in action. That would be like, that would be it. 
<laughs> we got blown out by 22, and I stole the ball from a big man who wasn't looking at, at me. But yeah, I'm making the program yeah. next year. Yeah, yeah, Paul. I actually like what D'Souza did. So that guy wants to steal the ball and play some real basketball. Cool, Brett. I'm going to come down and pin your it. shot. No, I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Just don't stand over me. You're you're a big-time recruit who may put your team on probation here. I'm just trying to get a hoop here. That's all. Isn't it funny that D'Souza is not even like a top-flight player, an important player to Kansas? Not anymore. But he's going to go down in Kansas basketball history for multiple things. Yes, McLovin. You know, there's like a code of the end of the game of bench. What well, I can speak for bench warmers. Like, first of all, it's find a route against your own team. Like, if if you're down by like 18, you pray that the other team goes on a run so it's out of control so you get in the last yeah. two minutes. Like, yeah, basketball showed it. Football, you can't collect individual stats. You're not. No one knows that the game log a year from now if it was in the garbage time. Garbage time's huge. But you can't compare a dirty play in football when you're taking a knee to a guy making a steal and you're down by 22. You may not like it, but, you know, and I'm glad D'Souza went down and blocked it, but don't stand over him. Yeah, Paul. So based off this reasoning, if you go back to the AUAA, our our three-on-three league, Mm -hmm. Mario playing to the whistle and actually taking that shot was the right decision because he played to the whistle? No, he could have played to the whistle in a smarter way. (laughs) What exactly did Mario do in that situation? He's like, you know what? We can't rest on our laurels. I got to pad my stats. I got to get a shot in. I'm going to play right to the last shot. I got to. I don't remember the video. video Uh, Don't remember the video. (laughs) Run it over and over right now. Mario is in the corner. Oh, there it is. Mario in the corner looks up to the clock. And the only way he can lose is if he shoots an air ball and two days puts it back in at the buzzer. Now, there's two problems there. Tyler, the creator, doesn't play to the whistle, and two days does. Yes. Yeah, the third problem there is the running clock, too, that the last four seconds of the game were allowed to run off while uh, we all just stood around. That, that was a problem, too. But He could have just held the ball. Yes. Yeah, could have? Slash should have yes. just held the ball. It, you guys were in the layup line. He got Correct. confused. By my, <laughs> my swarming defense got him confused. He yeah. totally forgot what was going yeah. on. You guys were in the layup line, and you were being congratulated of going to in to play for the AUAA championship. Correct. Look at look at Seaton. He's like, yeah, hey, I'm right here. Throw me the ball. Yeah, no, just wait, pass it back. Wait. No, don't look at the clock. <laughs> no, no, shoot it. You're what reacting. did you do? Oh, you got your arms up like, what did, what did you just you do? Kidding? But in fairness to Mario, that was to send it into overtime. Correct? That was just a tie the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I might have to put it on the team captain. Well, that would be like saying rallying the troops. Whoa, hey. (laughs) Rallying the troops. Hey, come on. We can overcome this. Hey, are you like Aaron Rodgers? Were you pouting then? (laughs) As a matter of fact, yes. I've been pouting ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jameis Winston would have rallied the troops there. Did you see where they might replace Jameis Winston with Phillip Rivers? Really? Yeah. That's a possibility with Tampa. So where does Jameis go in this scenario? I have no idea. I have no clue. Wherever it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. I, I, hey, I'll definitely watch wherever Jameis Winston goes. Absolutely. I just saw where Larry Fitzgerald has bought a share of the Phoenix Suns. Hmm. Okay. Taking a cue from uh, Aaron Rodgers who has a piece of the Milwaukee Bucks. The only active NFL players, partial owners of uh, NFL teams. All right. That's nice. Larry's a good dude, man. He's just that that ideal teammate, Hall of Famer, and when you're around him, 
That's just a solid guy. People always ask me, they'll be like, who are your favorite players? Or they'll ask me about their favorite player. What do you think of? And then sometimes you're like, mm, I don't know. I remember when my brothers-in-law were asking me about Lawrence Taylor. Is Lawrence Taylor a good guy? And I go, hmm, Lawrence Taylor. And then I, I didn't want to hurt their feelings. I said, do you want the truth? And they're like, hmm, do we? And I go, no, nah, probably not. Probably not. Speaking of behavior, this Antonio Brown situation, there's nothing funny about it anymore. It's really, really sad. And I and I voiced concern a couple of months ago because I think there's there was more there is more to this situation than he's just angry he's being blackballed. It might have been September where I said, look, I'm worried about him. I really am. I was so worried, I called the Players Association. And I just said, is somebody helping Antonio Brown? And they said, we can't talk about something like that. I said, you know, I don't know what protocol is, but good God, somebody help him. Because this is going to end poorly. It really is. And the video that's been out there and, and, you know, his run-ins with the police and now he's up again on charges and these players feel like the sport revolves around them. And then they realize it doesn't. It moves on. You know, baseball moved on without Derek Jeter. Football will move on without Tom Brady. Basketball, well, they've tried to move on without Michael Jordan. It feels like they've done a pretty good job with that. The sport moves on. Fans move on. There's something new. Patrick Mahomes comes in. Ja Morant comes in. Zion plays tonight. You know, you, you just move on. But Antonio Brown... You make good money. You know, people want you to play for their team, endorse your product. You're a good-looking guy. And there's more to this. I, I really believe there's more to this. All right. Uh, if you want to pick up some nice stuff, you can pick up that uh, DP Show calendar, and it's 30% off now, danpatrick.com, or you can go to the Dan Patrick app. We have our Patrick Mahomes T-shirt that you can uh, pick up. We came up with our DK Metcalf shirt, which in theory sounded like it was a great time to unveil the DK Metcalf shirt. Next year, it's going to be huge. Yes. Huge. Huge. And uh, so we have his quote on there, too good to be true. When I asked him why did he uh, slip to the second round, he gave us too good to be true. And then we put some abs on there as well. But all of those T-shirts are on there. You can go to the website. Very proud of what we've done. And there are uh, bigger, better things on the way with that website. We'll take a break here. And uh, we'll come back. Are we are we done talking about Derek Jeter not getting that one vote? Do we have another angle on this? Well, I need to find the guy or the girl who did that vote. Yeah, but I, I don't want this to be a witch hunt. I just want Lodge. I, they can even have it anonymous. This is why I didn't vote for Derek Jeter. And I'd be fine with that. I don't need to know. I go back to, was it Fred Hickman who didn't vote for Shaq? If somebody was going to be unanimous, and I and I think Shaq may have missed by one vote, and and I used to work with Fred Hickman at CNN, and Freddie, I don't think voted for him. I think he voted for Allen Iverson. Does that sound right, Paulie? Yeah, that's correct. That's uh, two thousand. Oh boy, uh, two thousand one. Shaq got one hundred twenty of one hundred twenty-one possible votes for MVP. Yeah. Uh, Fred Hickman of CNN was alone holdout. He cast his vote for Allen Iverson. Hickman said it was crazy. He got death threats on his voicemail. No, no, come on. 
Yeah, that's pretty. I guess that's why uh, that's a good reason to be anonymous. It yeah, takes I, one I, crazy person to go try to hunt you down because they don't like that you didn't vote for Derek Jeter on the first ballot. And election. that's why I don't want this to be a witch hunt. because And it will be, and then you know this person gets vilified. No, not good. Yeah, Paul. I, I like sports a lot. I love sports. I live it. I've never gotten that upset about anything in sports where I'd pick up the phone or send a letter or an email or a threatening to a, a media member about a vote. Can you imagine being that delusional? Well, there are people like that because I've said stuff on this show where somebody gets you upset. You looked at our email box lately? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's people, wild. People get, I mean, but that's their fandom. They're so attached to it. Like when McLovin talked about Walter Payton not scoring the Super Bowl, I did want to give him a, a nice pounding, but I did not a, not a death threat. I, I, well, that's good. Yeah. Yes, McLovin. Wait, oh, my gosh, I totally forgot the, those Bears made the Super Bowl, did they? <laughs> I'm over it. And Walter didn't score, but Refrigerator Perry did. Do you think that Mike Ditkin knew about the prop bet for Refrigerator and had Refrigerator come in and score that touchdown? You're implying that Ditka was a place a bet on for his scoring? No, I'm not saying he placed a bet. But you think he knew but, about it? But I'm going to guess he was aware of the prop bet. But wasn't he? Well, that was a thing that year where they were throwing fridge in there at the goal line. Yeah. Everyone was paying attention. That to was him. a big deal. Remember, he was on Letterman. I mean, he he was he was a big time star. All right, let me take a break here. Twenty after the hour. Back after this, we'll check in with the uh, Pelicans. My Pelicans coming up next hour and Zion's debut. Tonight. Back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Hey, it's Paulie Paps from the Dan Patrick Show. We've got an awesome podcast to tell you about today. It's the big podcast with Shaq. Of course, it's big. Tune in every week as Shaq and his crew cover sports, entertainment, and a lot more with Shaq. That's the only way the diesel does it. The show is full of laughs and amazing stories. Stay tuned to the end of this episode from a great clip from the big podcast with Shaq. Then be sure to subscribe on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast listening apps so you don't miss an episode. Napa know Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331.20. 5-Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Go to rockauto.com, all the parts your car or truck will ever need. Love this website. I like to go. There's certain websites where you just go and you browse. Rockauto.com. It's a uh, family business founded by automotive engineers back in 1999. Two goals in mind. Want to give you direct access to all the parts information hidden in the computers and catalogs behind the parts store counter. And second, they want to offer reliably low prices. They take out the middleman, and the savings is uh, put on you. Uh, rockauto.com, you choose the part brands, prices, features you want anytime. Maybe you've been told dealer only, no longer available. Don't believe that. Uh, you get the parts delivered right to your home or office. You don't waste time and money phoning, driving, waiting in lines. Go to rockauto.com. Make sure you tell them we sent you all the parts your car or truck will ever need at rockauto.com. 
Uh, this is from uh, Chelsea, who uh, sends the email. I created some Valentine's Day cards for my husband, Andrew, and I wanted to share them with you, too. He absolutely loves the show. We watch together every morning. If you, uh, if I could get you to wish him a happy 40th, which is also in February, you would make me the coolest wife ever. Absolutely not, Chelsea. I will not wish your husband, Andrew, a happy 40th birthday. These are the Valentine, uh, Valentine's Day cards that she made up for us. This is for me. Roses are red. Celery juice is green. Let's fire up the Traeger. I need my protein. This is for Pauly. My heart is so warm in all of this flannel. With all this great content, you won't change the channel. This is for Todd. You're the Valentine I can't wait to meet. Just check your ticket for section row seat. That's very good. Excellent. This is for McLovin. I went to Dartmouth and took a lot of classes. Please don't break my heart like I broke my glasses. <laughs> and here is Seton O'Connor. If it's off the Seton path or down a golden road, we're sure to have some fun. Suck it, back row. <laughs> Chelsea, that's great. And then she actually uh, drew our faces here. Let me see who looks. Todd. <laughs> Todd. I don't even. Oh, no. That's not good on Todd. Uh, McLovin might look the best. Might look the best. I'll, I'll get our cameraman to shoot this. Maybe the cameraman could come over here now. And could you wake up the cameraman? His name is Weeksy, and he's bringing Marvin with him. We're actually going to show this. Yeah, yeah, we should show the, the uh, artwork there, and uh, we're going to do that. If you're watching on Audience, Channel 239, DirecTV, the NBC Sports Network, there is my photo, Paulie. Uh, look at Fritzy's. That, that, that doesn't, that's not fair to you, Todd. It looks like he's missing a chromosome. <laughs> wow. McLovin looks like McLovin. Wow, Andrew. I wish I looked like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's got to give me that image. And then, and then Seton, I think she gave you a little more credit on your beard there. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely about that. That's very nice, Chelsea. Thank you. Very nice. Valentine's Day cards. Uh, let me see what else do I hear. Uh, this is uh, from uh, Kenneth, who joins us from Bradenton, Florida. The only reason the media is making an issue about this is because Jeter was a Yankee. If he played for any other team, no one would be making a big deal about this. As Paulie pointed out, eight writers didn't vote for Cal Ripken, and nobody said boo. Uh, this is from Glenn, who says, uh, Thank you for recommending the Hamilton musical several years ago. It just played in Nashville. I went to see it based on your recommendation. It was awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. You know I went to see Hamilton twice. <laughs> Original cast. Yeah, original cast. Oh, <laughs> uh, this day in sports history, what do you have for me, Paulie? Got a few of them. Uh, 1951, Fidel Castro, crafty left-hander, ejected from a Winter League baseball game after hitting a batter. He later gave up baseball for politics. Is it Fidel or Fidel? Fidel. I think it's Fidel. Fidel, okay. And he was, I mean, he's, he's dead, but... Big baseball player. Yeah, he was. Yes. But right. The Washington Senators, I think, right? Did they... Uh, Draft Fidel Castro? The irony. I think they're political. 1982, Reggie Jackson, not a communist and was a free agent at the time, ended five seasons with the New York Yankees when he signed a four-year deal with the California Angels. Mm. 1983, the Houston became the first NBA team 
not to score a point in overtime. They lost to the Portland Trailblazers. They're outscored 17-0 in overtime period. Hmm. 1983, Bjorn Borg retired from tennis. He had won five consecutive Wimbledons. He retired before the age of 27. This is a great one. This day in sports history, Kobe Bryant scored 81 points against the Toronto Raptors. Second highest point total in NBA history. Wilt Chamberlain had 100 points in a single game in 1962. Don't we have Jalen Rose on every year at this time? Just to remind him. that, And I love Jalen because Jalen goes, I wasn't the only one guarding him that night. (laughs) (laughs) I asked that to Clyde Frazier. I don't know what I was thinking. But I asked him when Pete Maravich went into the Hall of Fame. And I went to cover that. And, well, Clyde Frazier was there for the ceremony. And I said, didn't you guard Maravich the night he scored 68? And everybody, you know, everybody's throwing out compliments, you know, when you're talking to these players. And I said, didn't you guard Maravich when he had 68 against you guys? He goes, I wasn't the only one guarding him. And I, so I'd always, that's when I hear Jalen Rose, when somebody has a big night, you're not the only guy guarding him. Yeah, Paul. Can anyone name two of the other starting lineup players for the for the 2006 Los Angeles Lakers when Kobe Bryant had 81 points? Yeah, McLeod. Wasn't Smush Parker on that team? Yeah. Smush Parker had 13. Yeah, yeah. He, he was the second leading scorer. Yeah. I need one more player. There's pretty good. There's names you would know. Cedric Sabalos. Ooh, that's not bad. He had. I think he was gone by that. Fidel Threat. <laughs> You're 15 years off. Was Gasol there? Yet? Lamar Odom, Smush Parker, Kwame Brown, and Chris Mim. Kwame Brown. Oh, Chris Mim out of Tennessee. Kobe should have said after the game, I need him to score 81 <laughs> with these guys. Are you kidding? I need to average 81. But that's the reason why he was still in there. It was a close game. Right? So he it wasn't one of those blowouts. It was, uh, yeah, it was a, oh, man, let me check. It was a four-point game at the end of the third quarter. Hmm. L.A. was up four points on Toronto. Yeah. Jalen Rose, Chris Bosh, Mike James, Mo Pete. And Matt Bonner. Mo Peterson. Matt Bonner. I mean, 81 should be easy against those five. But at what point do you say, I think Kobe's the only one shooting here. Maybe we need to guard him with a couple couple other players. It's like when Travis Kelsey gets open and I go, single coverage again. Hmm. Okay. I can guarantee San Francisco probably going to have double coverage with Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. I would. But that's just me. And and we watched that against the Texans, and I went, single coverage on Travis Kelsey. They're going to keep doing it. I think they're going to keep doing it until they finally shut him down, and uh, that did not work. Yes, Paul. Kobe had 50 shot attempts in his last game. Uh, For 60 points? Yeah. Michael Jordan had 49. That's the most attempts in an NBA game. How many shots did Kobayashi take in the 81-point game? Did he put up 40? Checking. Hold on. No, he probably didn't do 40. Probably mid-30s. 46 shot attempts. Yeah, maybe he did 46. Well, he was 28 for 46, 61%. That's, that's okay. He's also 7 of 13 from 3. Okay. And he had 18 to 20 free throws. So he didn't just shoot a lot. He shot very, very well. Yeah. 81. I think we'll see it in our lifetime. I think we'll see somebody get back up there because it just feels like Everybody, we showed a shot chart. Seton found this. And a shot chart from 2001, 2002, and a shot chart, I believe, from last year. Is that right, Seton? Yeah, it says the, uh, yeah, 2019. 2019 season. It is fascinating. 
the, if you look at the shot chart, it looks like the logo for Scott Van Pelt show. It looks like he's got his, you know, there's a lot of volume from the corner. And then you have the three-point line. And then you have, it's either threes or right, you know, dunks. And, and so in the, in the paint, it looks like Van Pelt's nose. And then in the corner, it looks like his headphones and then his bald head at the top of the key with all the three-point shots. It's, it's remarkable. There's no, there's no mid-range jumpers. None. We're showing it right now. There's like, there's like four shots that look like they would be considered almost mid-range jumpers. Everything is, is on the perimeter. Yeah, see. Right. So it's the, the top 200 shot locations in the NBA. These are the, the top 200 most you know popular common places that people are shooting from right now. There, there's, there's no mid-range jumper at all, none. Could you imagine somebody taking that top of the key shot right now that like regularly? Yeah, there's no way. Well, Durant does this, but Durant's not playing. Yeah, Durant taking the mid-range jumper. Uh, Larry Walker got into the Hall of Fame, and uh, I thought he had an interesting quote. I'll have that for you coming up when we come back. Also got another stat of the day. And the NFL in Vegas. What could go wrong? Man overboard. Have that for you coming up next. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com. Get a quote and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Napa know-how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break 25 bucks. Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331.20. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Derek Cheater, of course, got in. And, uh, of course, someone had the audacity to not vote for him. You know, one vote short of becoming the second player in history to be on 100% of the ballot. That's the funny thing. That's the worst thing to ever happen to Derek Jeter. I know. Well, the Marlins. Well, you, know. you got the hall thing. I, what if it was the Marlins beat writer who didn't vote for Jeter? And I'm not, I don't, I don't know that. I just threw that out there. But, you know, you had all these other guys who didn't get named there. I don't know at what point did the writers go, you know what? 
we we're running out of excuses. We should put somebody in there and give them all the votes. Uh, Mariano Rivera. If it's not Cal Ripken, trying to think who was like you're just beloved and nobody had a problem with you. Who would that be? Do you mean like all time? Who should be a hundred percent? Well, no. There's a lot of guys who should be a hundred percent just because there is no argument. There's no argument for Babe Ruth not being one hundred percent. He quit as a pitcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Babe Ruth probably would have if he just pitched. He probably would have won over 200 games because he had, I think, 90-something, and then he stopped pitching. Yeah, McLevin. I think my guy, Mike Schmidt, would be 100% today. Yeah, he's a great player. I think Gwynn would probably be 100%. And I think there are a bunch of these guys right there. If Mariano and Jeter are 100, there's 15 yeah. players the last 30 years who are right there. Yeah. Griffey, too, probably. Tom, Tom Seaver. Yeah, Paul. Babe Ruth was basically a pitcher for five seasons and then became a full-time hitter. Yeah. He was 94 and 46. Yeah. He had seasons where he won 18, 23, 24. That's pretty good. Larry Walker. Larry Walker is going to be that trivia answer. When somebody says, who else went in with Derek Jeter? That year the Jeter got robbed and didn't get 100%. It'll be Larry Walker. Here is uh, Larry Walker talking about the honor of getting in with Derek Jeter. As great as Derek is, I'm kind of going to be like that. Remember those old 45s we used to listen to, and they had the song on the A side. The, the, the song on the B side you really didn't know about? I'm the B side. All right. Uh, for those of you who don't know what a 45 is, that would be where you had a song on one side, and then you flipped it over the B side, and it would not necessarily be a, a, a big song. So you would have the... Uh, 45 with the hit, and then you'd flip it over, and then you'd have another song from the band. But you had the 45, and I was wondering, the second, well, what's the best song on a B-side 45 of all time? Because I got two of them, and I don't know if there's any 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 uh, song close to these songs. On the B-side, Hey, Hey, What Can I Do by Led Zeppelin. I am the walrus by the Beatles. That's all I have. Great B-side songs on a 45. Yes, yeah, I'm not really sure why I know this, um, but you know it was a tremendously successful um, B-side for a song was, if you remember the Goo Goo Dolls? Yeah. That song Name, their first big yeah. single that broke, that yeah. was actually the B-side to the single that they were pushing. Oh. There was like, uh, they were pushing some other like sort of standard it was almost like a Gin blossoms kind of song, you know, that sort of like pop rockish, yeah. alt-rock kind of thing. Yeah. And then when you hit the B-side, it was this acoustic song, and that's the one that ended up blowing up and becoming a huge single for them. Any other 45s, the B-side? Yeah, Paul. Ruby Tuesday by the Rolling Stones. Okay. All right, I'll throw that in there in the mix. Yes, John? I'm looking at Elvis. His side A was Don't Be Cruel. Side B was Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog with Ooh. side B. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, Paul. Strawberry Fields Forever with a B-side on Penny Lane. Jeez. Has there been a better 45 than that? Penny, oh, what? that's like uh, Kobe and Shaq. I mean, that's that's Mantle and Mays. That's Ruth and Garrick right there. Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers was a B-side to a song called Hung on You, which never really took off. Yeah, it's done. I Want to Hold Your Hand, side B. I saw her standing there. Okay. That's pretty big. It feels like any Beatles song that was the B-side is going to be a pretty good song, except for McLovin. Yes, Paul. You Can't Always Get you What You Want by the Rolling Stones, 1969. Honky Tonk Woman, which is very popular, was the A-side. 
I remember hearing Honky Tonk. I think I was in the eighth grade, and I remember there was a girl, Debbie Kreps, and I just remember she was spectacular. Debbie Kreps? Yes. And she had one of those big consoles where she was playing. Is that what you guys called them back then? I called it. Console. <laughs> Is that, was that like a 70s turn? That's for what she said. A caboose? Yes. Yeah, a big console. And she would play honky-tonk women, and she would dance. And I, to this day, I, I don't know. I haven't seen her in probably 30 years. Somewhere, Debbie Krebs, if she plays honky-tonk women, you know, God love you if you're there with her. Yes, Seton. I don't know how I could stop Debbie Krebs. Yeah, uh, big console. Yeah, but 1976, Kiss. The A side was Detroit Rock City. The B side was Beth. Okay, that's a big one. Oh, Beth, Peter Chris. Yeah, slam. Yes, Todd. We are the champions. 1977 was side A. Side B. We will we'll rock, rock you. you. Side B. Man, I might. I'm... They're kind of similar songs, by the way. They're they're basically one song. They're played yeah, together. They, they go together. Yes, proceed. Uh, sending this one out to a very special fella because I know right now he's screaming in his car that we're forgetting this one. Uh, 1996, the uh, A side was Green Day Brain Stew. The B side, Good Riddance, Time of Your Life. Hello. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't want that Green Day anger anymore. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't take that. That one call we had that was really upset with me on my <laughs> stay in your lane, Green Day. Yes, McLovin. Isn't it fair to say this analogy that Derek Jeter is like the Beatles? Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say the B-side. No, no. He's like he's got a Beatles thing to him. If Derek Jeter was a band, is he he's got to be Sinatra. Like he's solo. He's not a, he's not in a band, is he? Or do you include Mariano, Posada, you know that whole group there? Yeah, Paul. He's you too. He's very successful for a very long time, but nobody's saying who is the greatest band of all time? Nobody says U2, music-wise. Mm. I don't think they do. Mm. Mm. Yes, McClellan. See, U2, early in their career, they were power hitters. Sunday, bloody Sunday. He's more like a Penny Lane kind of soft, <laughs> mild. Punch and Judy. You know, a, I want to hold your hand. That's Derek Jeter. You want to hold his hand. Yes. So Derek Jeter playing was sort of early U2, but now Derek Jeter's post-career <laughs> In the front office. That's more the Bono with the big glasses era where they're doing Lemon and all of the... Zeropa. Zeropa. Yeah, oh. <laughs> where you still look back and you're like, yeah, but the play was pretty great. But I never understood that, that Zeropa tour. I kept, And then he came out, wasn't he? The Fly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that one, I went big on that. Yes, Todd. Isn't Jeter also like a, a Michael Jackson or a Lionel Richie or anyone that was part of a group? <laughs> That was very successful and then went on to an amazing, you know, solo career or was looked at kind of as an individual great. Right, but Michael Jackson stood out as the star of the Jackson 5. Jeter was one of a few stars, right? Yeah. yeah, there's a farm system of young guys they had back then. Bernie. Posada. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else there with, uh, with, with Jeter. <laughs> there's no other show that's doing this today. Jeter, too, is notable because of his success with the ladies. I don't know if there's a, if you play that. I mean, you can't ignore that. That's a huge part of who Derek Jeter was in the 90s and 2000s. So is he Jagger with the Stones? Yeah, baby. Stop it up. Yeah, Steve. The B-side to Pearl Jam, Jeremy, was Yellow Leadbetter. That's a great song. Yeah. 
What's the one that Eddie Vedder says? This this is the longest title in our catalog. Elderly woman and behind a <laughs> bar in a small town. Yeah, a small town. Right. In Illinois, in Illinois or whatever. Uh, Damon in Colorado joins us. Hi, Damon. What do you have? Oh my gosh, Dean! You just stole my my uh, you stole my thunder, bro. Like <laughs> Sorry, Yellow Ledbetter is the B side to Jeremy was going to be my everything. But here's here's who I think Jeter is. Jeter's Paul McCartney. Because he went on to have a stellar solo career after he came out of that group where you got, like, Posada is, like, Ringo, you know, and uh, (laughs) Rivera is, like, uh, probably, like, Lennon or something like that. So I think that was, yeah, B-side, Yellow Ledbetter. And I really have to apologize to you guys as well. You were talking about this a little bit earlier about fans being kind of superstitious. Yeah. I made a mistake, and I think I am responsible for the Packers not really showing up against the 49ers. Because I ordered my yellow weasel Dan Patrick T-shirt, <laughs> and I didn't pony up for the overnight shipping to wear it for the oh, game on Sunday. I just, just got it? it yesterday. <laughs> I just got it yesterday. I thought I'd wear it for the Super Bowl. I moved ahead of myself. I have to apologize to you guys and all of the Packer fans out there. Oh, his name is Damon. If you want to give out your uh, email or your phone number for the Packer fans to uh, vent it's, with. Uh, yeah, second back row at Packers.com. Thank so. you, Damon. Thank you. Yes, McClellan. He's right. McCart- <laughs> Derek Jeter's McCartney and the Marlins are his wings in a way. You like that analogy? Assuming the wings. I, I, see, we're not celebrating, and I want to celebrate. Oh, is that? Are you saying you like the wings? I don't know anything no, about No, no, no. I'm just saying now we're disparaging Jeeps. The wings. Oh, I thought you were mad because I was disparaging Paul McCartney's no. wings. Well, I, I thought that's pretty good next band to go to. Okay, they were. I don't, I'm not familiar with too many of their work. They were their successful. Junior's Farm? Come on. Yeah, he, he hired his wife. She was in the band, Linda. I feel like Lennon's post-Beatles songs were a little more memorable than McCartney's. George Harrison was better than both of them. Yeah. Post-Beatles, because they wouldn't let George play. But Posada is Ringo. Hey, I got this song on. while my guitar... Shut up, George. <laughs> hey, I oh, got okay. this song... Okay, uh... <laughs> George, good for you. Okay. Look at Georgie. A little Georgie writing songs. Yeah. Oh... You could just see Lennon go, oh, that's nice. Yeah, George, uh, could you please? All right, we're working. Yeah. Could you please? My sweet Lord. <laughs> oh, that's nice, George. Well done. You go run along now. You go run along and tell Ringo we said hello as well. All right, Paul, let's get back to work here. <laughs> we all live in a yellow submarine. <laughs> Oh, dude, that's funny. <laughs> We're going to check in with, by the way, it's Happy Zion Day. We're going to check in with uh, my Pelicans. My Pelicans are going to make the playoffs, and they're going to face the Lakers in the first round of the playoffs. I don't know what happens after that. Here's one, Cleden's Clearwater Revival. Proud Mary is side A, born on the bayou, side B, 1969. Our good friend, John Kroger. Final hour coming up. As promised, here's a clip from the big podcast with Shaq. Shaq threw down a $1,000 prize for the person who could provide the best Hassan Whiteside diff track. That's unbelievable. It happened at the very, very end of last week's show. The next one came in uh, from Mo uh, at our hey, Gmail. Mo. I thought Mo uh, crushed this one. Okay. So. Ooh. 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 Ooh.
for the money, but it's about to get ugly. You out your league, buddy. You lame as Chris Humphries throwing rocks at the sun. You more like Chris Dunley. Now disrespect your fat. You subbing like the nation. You hating on the greatest. Left the heat, you couldn't take it. McCullum can't help him, and Damon can't save him. And before you got to Portland, we was already trailblazing. Is your Gatorade fight? Jack has been hell raising. Doc and nurse said your game need resuscitation. Swear you make seven foot look worthless. Talking like a joker. You ain't even nervous, nah, but you a joke. And you be doing nervous. Ain't the one that joke with beef, don't make us nervous. Hassan White side, hops on the white side. Your barbecue chicken, dying coke plus the two sides. Day one, but it's.com. Cause you only double back when the job not done. Get a room for these guys. Ain't no room for these guys. At the bottom of the barrel, talking about a top five. The most dominant, be honest, who more prominent. Kareem Wilton building oh, yeah. his prime. Ain't stopping him. If I'm blind, I'm blind. I ain't left the ground like a washed up center going for the rebound. Pat ain't want you round. Spo made you leave town. Now you ain't in those track. You a damn clown. Look, I can't lie. You got a trash ass game, but I'm not surprised you got ass in your name. Shut it down. Holy, holy, holy. Shut it down. 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 Shut Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331 5-Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. <laughs> 